Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ungakadu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of March 26, 2021. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hello, everyone. Oh, Ginky. Oh, Ginky, indeed. And first and foremost, because by the time this airs, we have a very special congratulations to say to a certain member on here. Omedito! Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I wasn't talking about you. Uh, that's <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, congratulations, dude. So you got, you. by the time this airs, you already got married. So yep. congratulations. Unfortunately, unlike last time, due to everything that is going on currently, we couldn't do an in-person episode. But it is what it is. Yeah, well, well, sometime in the future, I'll have you guys over, and we'll we'll chill for a week or something, make up for the fact that you guys couldn't come to the wedding. But yeah, no, um, I, and I know I said I'd be on this week, but I was able to find time to to make it to this week's episode, so I am very excited to be here. What's What's very funny is one of the reasons why I would want to go where you live is not specifically where you live it's on the opposite side near the coast because that's where i know what you did last summer took place i would go there with you i want to see that as well yeah i i think i think large chunks of that movie were actually filmed in wilmington too yes could be yeah. wrong yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The only parts that were filmed in California was, ironically, the coastline scene from when they, they ran over the guy. Spoiler alert. Yep. <laughs> it, it's a almost 20... Actually, it's over 20 years old at this point, and if you don't know the setup for the movie, I can't help you. But yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's what happens what they did last summer. So. Uh, mo- most of uh, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was also filmed in North Carolina. Awesome, awesome. That's and about, Evil Dead thing. 2, the cabin is there. Although you'll mm-hmm. get shot if you try to steal any pieces from it. Really? I didn't even know the Evil Dead 2 cabin yes. was here. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Campbell had to put a thing out telling people to stop trying to visit because they will shoot you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I could see that. It is North Carolina. Uh, I, uh, Richie Rich was also filmed here because the a lot of that movie was filmed at the Biltmore Estate. So... But heck, Ricky, Richie Rich at this point. <laughs> now, uh, Luna, you've seen Cabin Fever, right? Yes, I have. That movie was filmed in my county. Oh, really? Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, yep. But yeah, with that, what have we been listening to? I'm pretty sure you have lovely, lovely preparation to tell us about about your lovely wedding. So why don't you tell us what you've been <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, actually, I've been listening to a lot of country western stuff because of my fiance. And because uh, we, we've been trying to settle on like what's, what we're going to be playing at the wedding. And so every time I turn around, it's like, oh, hey, here's a country western love song. And I'm like, like I'm glad you let me pick the music. <laughs> Usually, because I'm not the biggest country western fan, but uh, I want the wedding to her her music be at the wedding because 88 percent of the time we're listening to what I want to listen to in the car. So I'm like, eh, I'll let her have the wedding. So uh, I've been listening to a lot of American music and stuff, but what little Japanese music I have been listening to has been uh, Ina. The end's uh, nice show single. I, well, it's an EP, not a single. But I've had that on repeat pretty much like since it dropped. I, I, I love this to death. And I'm still listening to Sejaku no Toshi by uh, Token Danshi. I, I love that song, and I, I do listen to it on uh, repeat. Token Rambu, you mean? Yeah, well, this specific release is uh, Token Danshi. Well, like, it, if you're looking uh, it up they, on... They, they, they shorthand everything. But yeah, it's part oh, of yeah. the Token Rambu series, yeah. Yeah, it's part of the Token Rambu series. Uh, it's it, On Apple Music, if you were looking it up, you would have to look it up under Token Danshi, which is why I, I yeah. clarified it that way. But yes, yes, it is part of the Token Rambu stuff. And 
if you check out my OG, you will see that because <laughs> it made that list. Uh, well, so did Ina. But other than that, uh, I found the STU48 song that came out two years ago that I absolutely loved. And I've been listening to that on repeat, Kaze Omatsu, which I really love. And I checked out Daichi Miura's latest single, Backwards, the other day and really liked that. So I thought that was a really good song. So I've, I've been listening to that. And uh, other than that, nothing too, too crazy. What have uh, you been listening to, Luna? So I've been listening to some of the same old, same old, but some new stuff as well. So I'm still on Yes We Are by Sanda Meiji Soul Brothers. Been on freaking repeat. I've also been on a huge cream streak. And I keep going back to certain dang songs, and it's always good, good, Playboy, Kissing Part 2, and Girl Like Me, and Banana, Futati Times Party with Shimba, um, and pretty much I have this whole cream playlist right now. Also, went back to some crazy boy with his new single, I Love O. Featuring uh, Shota Shimizu and Oswald. That track is very, very sexual, but also a very fun track. <laughs> and I went back to Donna and Pink Diamond as well. Also been listening to Hakubi's Aruhibi. I love that single. I still think 22 is my favorite by Hakubi, but Aruhibi has really grabbed me. And Mime has been a big one. I hope I'm saying that right because I could easily seeing it being said Mime. Depending on, you know, Japanese or English translation. Uh, But Headlight and Cotton Shower are my favorite tracks. And I just am obsessed with Headlight right now. Also went back to AAA, mainly because of Deja Vu. And I've had that one on repeat because it's such a fun track. Also went back to I Don't Like Mondays and their future album, which is fantastic. And some Emmy Maria as well. I always go back to her. Her Contrast album, Bluebird, Crossover. Amazing releases. Also, Sony. Sony has put out a whole bunch of their music on iTunes. And holy crap balls, I am excited because... Jasmine got all her albums finally added, and I wish if I would have saved doing a music corner when they were all added, because they added Welcome to Jazz Vegas and Gold, and even though I own them physically, I can listen to them on my phone and not have to change the CD thing or mess with the five disc changer. So I was ecstatic to see that, and I started going back and listening to all Jasmine's old music, and she does have a new song, which is pretty good as well. So that's been my list beside and Chanmina. Chanmina dropped a uh music video and I have went back to all her old tracks again because I have to revisit her every once in a while. What about you, Ken? What have you been listening to? Uh so I've been listening to a bunch of things as of late. So I've been listening to Actually, because I haven't been on, I guess I have to talk about the things I I haven't been on with. So I've been listening to a lovely rock band called Mime and their Yin and Yang EP, and that's been actually really really good. And then obviously we talked about this a little bit while ago, but Syrup's Cure mini album also dropped, and that's been a um, repeat for me. And Yoroshika Yoroshika has actually been a big part of what I've been listening to as well with her Seabed Moonlight track. It's actually just a ambient sound thing and it's been helping me relax so that's been actually really good. And then the Bedroom Revelations done by the Charm Park. It came out back in February but I've, I finally had time to go pick it up and get it and it's actually really good. It's just re-releases of stuff that he hasn't done yet and this is... It's been really good. I've been really liking the Charm Park again. I mean, he was my new artist of the year last year, or not last year, two years ago. So I've been really excited to go back to him. And then I actually re- discovered a ska band called Hey Smith and their track California. It's a really old track. I want to say 2018 at this point. 
So I've been really excited to listen to that. And obviously, Hikaru Utada's One Last Kiss. But we'll get a little bit on that in a little bit when we get to the Oricon. So, but with that, let's continue on to the topic here. And this was a very interesting one. So, the topic for this week was what songs you wish had a music video, and, but don't? And why would you choose them? And what would you want in, to, in this particular song? So, since you're the one that actually made this made this topic, why don't you go first, Gray? Yeah, uh, do we want to do like one at a time or do you want me to do both of them? I just do one at a time. Okay, cool. So, yeah, um, for uh, my first one, I went with a, a very recent track. It was a track that I was really high on last year, and I, I really liked it a lot, and that was Living It Up by The Rampage from Exile Tribe. I really, really dug the song. I thought it was a lot of fun, and honestly, it's one of their best tracks. I, I really genuinely believe that, and... This is one of those fun get up dance numbers, and the cons is a really high concept. The idea of living it up, like living up life, and everything, and so it, it it's really interesting because uh, it was on their fears single, and I hated fears. I don't know why they chose that to be the lead track, but they did. I it, it might have been attached to an anime or a drama or something. Usually with that they they tend to be but i don't know for instance about fear specifically but if if they were just wanting to release a single i actually i would have picked living it up i think it's a funner track it's a lot more i think it would have been a bigger track had it not been a beast the b side instead of it being you know that being the a side because it's a, like I said, it's a very fun track that you can get up and dance. And it, I think it'd make it for a pretty cool music video. I'd love to see like the guys at the Rampage just going and, you know, like maybe going to a party and, you know, hanging out with friends and dancing or like maybe going shopping and like spending time with, you know, the group. Like, like there's a lot of things. Or they could have done something like really extreme, li- you know, living life to the string. They're living it up. And they could have done like all these extreme things like bungee jumping or jumping out of a hel- helicopter or, or airplane uh, or, you know, surfing or windsurfing. You know, like they could have done like all, like, there's so many directions they could have taken it. And I would have loved to have seen like what they could have done with, you know, a concept of like living life to the fullest, which is kind of what the song is about. So. I really would love a music video for this. I think it'd be a lot of fun, and I think it's something that you could easily do. And uh, so living it up is is the first choice that I, I picked. So with that, how would you direct, if you were going to make this your own, so to speak, how yes. would you... How would you make the music video? Tell, tell me, Mr. Yes. Producer Gray. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. No, I, I would totally do it. So uh, I would start off uh, actually kind of like small. The, you get like, like a scene of the guys just kind of ch- you know shooting it up, uh, talking, so to speak. And uh, y- they would be kind of debating on what to do. And they, they all like they would... It, the three singers, they would each have like a brochure in their hand so that, you know, you, they would have, so one would have a brochure for bungee jumping and one would have a brochure for skydiving and another one would have um, a brochure for jet skis. And so while they're having this conversation, like the camera would zoom in on one of them and then it would have like a, a dream sequence of them uh, bungee jumping and then they would zoom in on the next one and have a dream sequence of them skydiving and then I'd have a dream sequence of them jet skiing and, and so they're all talking about like all the cool things that they would do and then they, they, they reach in their pockets and they find out that they don't have any money and so they go, all go hit a karaoke bar and that would be like the music video that would be the end yeah they're living it up <laughs> um, and, and kind of I'm kind of changing that. Why don't you also give your 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 other track as well? Sure. Uh, so this is a song that I've talked about several times on the show, 
And it's a song that is very near and dear to my heart, and that's Koe by Scandal. I, I love this song. I love everything about it. It's just one of my absolute favorite tracks of all time. And I've always felt like, this, even though everybody in on the show really likes and appreciate it, I, I still feel like this is an underappreciated song, even though I do know, I think within like the Scandal community, this is still a pretty popular song. But... I would, I just, I, it's very rare to have mommy sing. And I would really, I, I do really believe that it would break the mold if they actually had a single with her as the, the lead singer. And, you know, this is a really, an, you know, another really high concept that they could really do with it. That, you know, there's like, I have a specific, I wouldn't say a specific vision. For it, but like I think I know where I where I would probably take this music video, and because it's dealing with a concept of existentialism and existence, I, I really think that that's a, a wide-reaching concept that you could really do a lot with at the end of the day, and I do. I think it would be very interesting and cool to have them do this particular song, but. Sadly, it's never gotten a music video, and so you know, you know, you you get to enjoy it on the album, and it's a great song. But it would be really, really cool if they did do a music video for it. Now, what would you do for this music video? Because you said this is a very high concept, and why don't you tell us your yes. your lovely vision, Mister George Lucas? Oh yes. Uh, so so yeah, I would start off uh, the music video with the girls leaving band practice. And they would be having a conversation and uh, the other three would run off and it would just be mommy. And uh, she would have her purse. And because at the end of the song, it's talking about her delivering, returning a, a movie she had rented. And so she would look in her purse and she would see the DVD that she needs to return. And she would pick it up and she would look at it and she would be like, you know, she would be contemplating and be like, oh, you know, should I do it or not? And so like she'd wave it back and forth a little bit and then she'd stick it back in her purse. And then we would follow her. Basically, the music video would be following her on her journey to returning this music video. But along the way, like events would happen where like, you know, she might go into like a flower shop or... She might go into like an arcade and start playing video games, or she'll find like a dress shop and she like she'll she'll try on like all these dresses and stuff. And so like the whole music video would be like the journey to return this this video this video, and she'll occasionally look back in her purse like oh yeah that's what I was doing, and like 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 she has so much fun doing the thing like she forgets what she's doing and then when she looks back in her purse she's like oh yeah I I, I need to do that, so. That's what I would do, and then obviously it would end with her succeeding and returning the music video, uh, and, and just you know doing something along that line. And I think that I think that would work really well. I mean, it is a slower song, so it, you would have to be a little careful with some of the the things that she's doing because you don't want to you don't want her doing like high energy things in the background with a low energy song. So, so you you want to you do want to keep it like kind of tempered, mellow, or like maybe like while she's playing video games, like maybe she's a little depressed. Uh, it's like like oh you know what am I doing here sort of thing, you know something like that. I think would be really cool to see. Awesome. So like you know what's one thing that I I would think of is I'm not too sure if you have watched the music video yet, but the, um, so they did something fairly similar. Um, with living in the city. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to check that one out yet, but I, it's um, been on my to-do list. Yeah, so it's it's mostly Tomomi singing it, and it's the thing is, like I I would love to see a very focused thing of them, but would you focus back to the other members as well, or is it strictly only going to be mommy ninety five percent? It would be mommy ninety ninety five percent more than likely. Yeah, because. The the other bandmates don't really chime in on that track. Yeah. They you know it, it's really just her. I mean they do come in in the chorus and stuff, but for the most part it's just it's just mommy 
And uh, I, I, yeah, I would really just focus on her because, like, in my mind, unless she ran into the other bandmates while while they were at the store, I mean, maybe you could have like the other bandmates dragging her along, like, so like they left practice. And then, yeah. like, Tomomi's like, oh, hey, I, I need you to come with me to do this thing. And she's like, oh, I have this video that I need to return. She's like, no, you're coming with me to help me to do this. And so you, you could you could go at that angle, too. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Another, th- another thing that I, like, I could, I could possibly think of it as is... I, I just blanked on the the band <laughs> scandal. <laughs> no 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 it's not it's not scandal. Oh, so, um, so, because different band. Like okay. how no how you can do it is um because I know so how you could do it. What I usually think of is basically what you're explaining is melancholy by Cider Girls. Where yeah, you could just do it. You could do one one long shot, and you're just following mommy. But yeah. and then on the way, she bumps into the other members, and I think yeah. that'd be more more perfect <laughs> that you could I implement mean, everyone else as well too. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's that's very true and fair. Uh, and yeah. even though it, the camera follows her ninety five percent of the time, it, it, it follows the it, it bumps into the other girls as well. Which is really cool. I uh, that that's one thing, and I also do think a one take music video is always very interesting in concept. Yeah, I, I mean, one take anything is usually pretty cool, or because like like extended scenes in movies tend to be pretty baller. Or in you know, there's some movies that, that that's their whole sales pitch is it's all one continuous take, and yeah. and yeah, you don't see it too much with music videos, which is really sad because they're only like three minutes. So I, I, I would imagine it couldn't be that hard to, to do it. But um, I know there's a lot of timing the, that you have to. It's not up. so much the timing is. Uh, so Japan doesn't have uh, permits. Yeah. So you can't block off streets. Yeah, so that makes sense. If they were to do do like a street thing, they can't interfere with. Traffic. With regular traffic. That's why in, yeah, that's why in melancholy. Uh, you you see people staring at the camera because they're not they're they're like what the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I need to check that out. So yeah, but yeah, I could t- I could understand that. Yeah, and then for for your the rampage one, I I honestly can see that personally, just going on them going on adventures and stuff like that, and you can easily easily do it <laughs> yes oh very, very it, it would not that would not be a hard music video to shoot at all it might be a little expensive because you actually have to you know like like if you do especially if you went like the direction i did with skydiving like yeah that no, that would just, be expensive you, you, but you know you, you could substitute skydiving with other things you can do that all in okinawa so yeah so it's, it's fairly easy so and LDH has the money for it, and they do a lot of extravagant videos anyway at times, so I could easily see, see them doing a video like you discussed. Yeah. And going on those adventures, and like Ken said, Okinawa is a great place, because they could do everything in Okinawa, and a lot of artists do film their videos there, so. Yep, yep. With that, let's continue on to your lovely list, Luna. Alright, so... I'm going to start with the first one, and I know you guys aren't going to be surprised. It's Kodakumi Universe. So, I picked this particular song, and I would want... I still want a music video to this day. Because when I when I hear Universe, I have a vision in my mind of what I could see a video being. It is a very dance-centric song, and at this time, when Kodokumi did release it, she was churning out music videos like No Tomorrow with a lot of tracks. And I'm surprised she did not do a music video for this. And that's one of the other reasons I would love one. And two, I think Universe would make an amazing video because you could shoot it in a couple different ways. But I would love, I mean, there's... I would love a dance, a da- two versions. I would like a regular music video, and I would like a dance video version because she's done that in the past, and oh, that'd be amazing. 
I could dance to this track all day long and it deserves a music video because it is it is a very memorable track off third universe in my opinion and it's still one of my favorite tracks dance tracks by her in general yeah uh universe is a very interesting track and uh i'm glad you picked it uh the first thing i thought of if if you know they were going to do like a music video for this particular track is are you familiar with uh the music video for daichi miura's excite yes but it's been a while since i watched it yeah it's basically just him dancing in a in a like a black room with a bunch of lights and that's kind of what I pictured for Universe, actually. Yeah, I'm for like, a dance like, honestly, I I think something very similar to that. Which I, I know I know in your, your statement you, you wanted both like a dance video and a music video, but I, I would just combine them because I know Daichi does it all the time. Like all of his music, a lot of his music videos are just dance videos. And I think I I'm not ultra familiar with all of Koda Kumi's music videos, but I I think like she could do something like that, and it would fit right in with her her persona and what her style and so me personally like that's the direction i would like take that in is, is um doing something like excite it would be like my first thought like you you say to do combine two and to do two on uh, one side honestly i could see them doing both at one point or another because you can uh, it's mostly for that sweet sweet bonus track money for the limited editions where one could just be the regular one that they put on YouTube at a bit and then the dance quote unquote dance version could be a DVD exclusive so that that's what I was thinking because Kodakumi's done that in the past and those bonus videos are included on like the fan club editions and that's what I envisioned is doing two different versions and I'd buy it I mean, I buy him yeah. anyway. So for for Deitch's case, I'm surprised that he hasn't done that, but I'm I'm pretty sure that because of his image as actually he has a, a a dancer style of vocalist that 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 usually is the case. Um, Daichi has he actually has just choreography Blu-rays and DVDs you can buy for his songs. Well, well yep, they're just me. not on YouTube. How would you? mostly your perfect image of it let's start with uh, the dance version first of all so the dance version i actually would kind of do like grace said for excite i picture it as like complete like i guess green screen but you know with all black lights her in different color like colored outfits like maybe blue purple something that really bounces with the black lights and with lasers everywhere and her having her dance like right in the center of it and of course she'll have some backup dancers with her but that is my vision of how i would see a dance version of universe and also with the black light i would think she would have kind of like stars in the background maybe a little bit or something like that to get the idea of like a universe and maybe do it more on something like a platform like it looks like a circular platform and have that video have that look like you're dancing in the middle of the universe on that circular platform with all the lights. I'm having like intense disco bowling, <laughs> cosmic bowling vibes with this now. <laughs> I guess that's because I see like, you know, how I see it's such a fun dance song and I would want something that really grabs you that you can still concentrate on inner dancing, but it still gives you that inner universe feel of it. But yes, yeah. like that cosmic bowling with I love the, I think the lights or and black lights would go very, very good with Universe. And I've seen her pull off stuff like this before in her live concerts. And it yeah. looks amazing. So I would like to see her incorporate that into a music video. So what about your regular style then? Your original music video there? I would do something more along the lines of a story type video. Uh, yeah, she and hasn't done those in a while. No, she hasn't, but this was the time period she actually did, because if you look at her third universe album, if she wanted Mm. to do something along that lines, like, let's just say she wanted to continue that streak, because many of those tracks at the time were story-like videos, I think universe could fit into that, and I think it could blend in, maybe, to another track. However, like, for direction-wise... 
I would more do her kind of going into a, a club, like a very futuristic like club. Everyone having these very alien type outfits, like very weird outfits and doing something along the lines of that. Just because it is a party song. I mean, it's a dance song, very dance centric, but I would do something like a out of this universe type music video, something that would, you could picture it taking place on Mars or Saturn, something along those lines and putting in all those futuristic elements in it, like a sci-fi film. Mm, Yeah, no, that's, that's very interesting. Like going with the beat, like I would picture, picture her heading towards the club and going in and like, you know, seeing everyone. That'd be very interesting. It would be. And (laughs) yeah, no, like in like a, like a club with like people dressed as I would like yeah. to see a lot of the makeup artists like aliens and stuff like that and you know going into doing <laughs> something Hall- like that Halloween stuff <laughs> yes it would be amazing <laughs> but yeah with that let's continue on to your second track Nick. so my second one is Kananishino's Together and mm. this is a track that's near and dear to my heart is I absolutely fell in love with Together when I heard it on her Thank You Love album And I was obsessed with it. I can sing this whole song. So I, I'm not surprised it did not get a together, did not get a music video, to be honest. But I wanted it to because together is a very powerful song. And it's also very cute and sweet. And I could see kind of Nishino making a very serene nice music video that you just really enjoy just something beautiful yeah no i i agree with your statement luna this is a very interesting song and i'm actually surprised it didn't get one it the way it's sung and the style that it's in certainly would lend itself to a music video so i i just wonder if uh i wonder what held them back and decided to not make a music video because it is something that they could I could easily see this being like a love song sort of thing that um, she could do. So yeah, I, yeah. Sim- similarly, Gray, I can, I can. I'm very surprised that they never did it. But I also think it's because of the image, the genre, the subtle genre change that she did kind of change this particular song because it's a more. I, I I wouldn't say reggae, but it's more that kind of style. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, Ken, because it's not the same as a lot of the other tracks on Thank You Love. So maybe they thought it felt out of place because that was the time like Kimi Day and Distance came yeah, out. Where, where she was really kind of focusing that dancey, well, in, I, I use dancing very, uh, very offhandedly because basically she did more than just sway <laughs> during that time. But this was when she was trying to progress her image as a female artist let's just say that much gotcha so how would you want to try and do this this music video uh be very interesting how how you would see it there i would do something simple to be honest i don't think this music video would need too much i could see her just doing something where she's kind of like walking along in a i guess you could say a flower field And I could see her sitting there and with a very, I'm trying to think of the style of clothing. It's more of a, like, it's more of a, oh, what do they call it? Bohemian style type Mm. clothing. And just because it fits the track. And I could also see her sitting there with a group of people and I'm all kind of like, I know it sounds interesting, hippies. Shooting the stuff, basically. (laughs) Well, not, you know, not that far, but, you know, they're all sitting in one of those circles and they're all singing along together because together is a track that makes you feel like everyone is together at once. And you do hear that extra chorus in it, you know, like everyone is coming together to sing with her. So I would like it starting off with her and then everyone joining her. And holding hands and singing the song because I think it would fit very well and just swaying together. One of just those very serene, cute yet simple videos that shows shows you the know, meaning of the song. Call me very hokey, but so I would imagine this being at night, having her walk them in light in like either the flop or in like a grass field flower thing, or the beach. 
and just have her be around like a campfire kind of thing and do pretty much what you just said have mm-hmm. them be around and then talking and stuff like that and then coming together and making that track so it'd be very interesting so just have her in the beginning and just have everyone come together near the chorus it'd be that's how yeah. I would I would mostly do it. But then also then I'll be like Scott uh, <laughs> Zack Snyder and just <laughs> shoot it by four by three just cause. <laughs> it's my vision. All part of it's all it's all a part of my original vision, you know, to have this rock <laughs> in front of R two D two. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, like what, it, it'd be very interesting. Like for for me. I think I missed this this track originally, so it's really good to go back to that and kind of discover a new track done by her. So, but with that, what is your last song that you have chosen for this lovely topic? So, I have been on the biggest cream spree ever. So I picked Futati Times Party featuring Simba, and it's on their Love Times Party album, which doesn't really have many music videos to it in general. And for me, when I first heard Futati Times Party featuring Simba, I automatically thought there'd be a music video and I went to look for it. To my dismay, I was extremely disappointed. And I I mean, this song, they could I could picture the music video because Cream knows how to party. Literally. And a lot of their music videos you see that. So I had this big vision, especially because Cream has collaborated with Simba before on a, it was Simba featuring Cream, and it was a track called Semi Double, and I loved the music video for that. Regrettably, the song's not on Apple Music, but seeing that made me automatically think, oh, they're going to do a video for this, and of course, nigh. But I... I have so many visions for what this could be. It is a little bit of a sexual song. However, it's easily a party song. And I think they'd make a fantastic video together because all three of them have so much fun. Oh, yeah, no, I can totally see this being a regular, like, I'm actually surprised that this isn't a music video like you stated, Luna. This is very easily, it's more of a laid back party, not, not necessarily like a, hopping off the walls party but still this is very much a party song that's just kind of up and fun and you know just like in my mind like i could picture like you know throwing back a couple of brewskis while listening to this and i i think that you know they could probably do a pretty low-key music video for this and wouldn't cost them a ton of money and uh it'd be pretty fun and so yeah I'm, I'm a little surprised that this one doesn't have one so I, I do agree with you on that yeah no same I'm very surprised mostly because it seems like a track that would not not to judge most of Cream's songs here but I mostly when I hear hear them I always think that they, they are the type of group that will always make a music video for their track especially you know how successful Banana was I would think that a lot of their songs would have that feel of being having a music video. So I was very surprised that when you chose this as well. So how how would you like to have have done this music video for the style? So I would have had it in a club, to be honest, because yeah. for me, it's obvious. I mean, their song Peaches was filmed at a club as well, strip club. But I wouldn't do Futati Times Party featuring Simba in like a strip club, but I would do it in a club club. And I would have them at the bar, you know, starting off at the bar, hanging out with friends, chilling, dancing, making it a very chill music video and everyone just having fun together. And that's what it seems to me when I picture like Simba, Stax T and Minami together is they're a trio who's going to have fun. So I could see them taking shots, dancing, you know, talking with the guests and getting up on stage you know and just kidding around so i would want something like that because they're they seem all their music videos most of them seem very real seem very chill and fun and i love that expression in their videos because it makes it seem that's how it is and they do a lot of clubs in japan they perform at a lot of clubs so i think it would be only reasonable to have a music video at a club with them there 
No, I exactly kind of see it that way. It it would it wouldn't be their style if it if it wasn't in a club, in my personal opinion. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to my lovely picks here. And first off is going to be Anoko Wadade by Kirin G. Now, honestly, this was one of the tracks that brought me back to the band with that album Cherish back in 2019. And it's a darn, darn shame that this track doesn't have a music video, especially due to the fact that it is the lead song of the track. And since it... Since it is more of a city pop style, this could be done fairly easily. So hopefully I wish that it was it, it could be done. I mean a lot of city pop songs now have been been made into a music video, so here's hoping kind of thing. Yeah, no, uh, I could totally see it. And I am equally surprised because it is the lead song on their album Cherish. You you would think like they would, you know, do like a music video specifically for that, but and uh, it definitely has like a like a like you said like a nice city pop feel to it. So uh, you you know you could easily see you know just an out in the city vibe, and I could totally see going in that direction because of just the atmosphere and the mood that the song has. Like just like oh hey you know I'm out in the city out and about doing things. Uh, the city life, so to speak. What 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 would you do for your your music video, Ken? So I mean, it's 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 easy. Just do what what Fallen did. Just have them go in the cityscape at night. But the thing is, I wouldn't choose Tokyo. I would choose another city. I would choose like Osaka or Kyoto or Sapporo. And one of the reasons why I would choose those is mostly because if I was this is a band that's trying to make their international presence a little bit known and not much international knowledge of scenery is known about these locations everyone knows tokyo and that's pretty much it and it would be very very cool to kind of highlight places like this and i was joking earlier but i would i would film this in four by three Oh yeah, no, I could totally see that. And I do agree with you that, you know, yeah, Tokyo is everywhere because, you know, that that's the city Japan is known for at the end of the day. And Kyoto is not yeah. too far behind it. So yeah, you know, you, you go to you know, a place like Osaka and film, like you'd have a pretty, you'd probably do it relatively cheap. And I I think you could, yeah, do it and really have a unique cityscape to your back. I, th- I think that would be pretty cool. Oh, I completely agree. I think that would be neat to showcase the different cities because we don't, like you said, we don't see Osaka or a lot of other cities and so, like even Saga Mihado would be kind of cool. But just in general, we don't see a lot of that. We do see some Okinawa just because it's such a good travel place, but I would love to see the different sites of the city, them enjoying themselves, just that sweet backdrop. But I, I think this would be a really good one to have a video and I'm so surprised it does not. And Ken, what's your second track? Yeah. So for my second track, it would be thinking about us by Syrup, And you know, it's, probably one of my favorite songs done by the vocalist in a long time and it's a damn crime that there's only an audio version for this track however i do understand the reasoning of why there's only an audio version for this track at the time of release because during that time they had the the lockdown and stay at home stuff so it 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 can be filmed very very easily as well but you know as a long a love song that is basically thinking about you <laughs> and thinking about relationships and stuff like that it's a f- it's a darn shame that it wasn't made into a music video no uh yeah no i can understand what you're saying especially given like the conditions that was 2020 and and everything but you know they they do sometimes go back and do music videos for songs that have already been released. It does happen. It's not ultra common, but it does happen on the occasion. So I could see maybe like down the road them doing this. This yeah. is 
this this uh, unfor- unfortunately because he did do a first take about the song i don't think if they will go back to it oh yeah <laughs> that that's true because that, that would be triple first take, the first take yeah the first take will will is as much as a music video as they'll they'll mostly get is definitely a serene song that i mean that's the thing i really like about syrup is sometimes like he'll do a music video for a song that like if i was a producer i don't know if that would be the song that i would pick but he usually takes them in very smart and interesting directions and i i think you know as much as he's a a brilliant songwriter and and lyricist i think he's also just a like he has really good music videos i i haven't seen a bad music video from the guy yet and uh to give him a song like thinking about us which is a really good song i'm I'm glad you picked it because i hadn't had a chance to listen to it (laughs) until you picked it and it's definitely very nice laid back i would love to see what he would do with this and I, I am curious, uh, what what are your thoughts about like what direction you would take the music video in? Yeah, so honestly, it would be kind of similar to the first take where he's just in a room by himself with a in sitting on a chair in a room, kind of just contemplating. And you could have pictures of just a lady just it doesn't need to be like like as a stand-in for a significant other or just even a dude for like friendship and stuff like that and just kind of him lamenting it it just it it could be so simple you could have just filmed it with just him not much interaction with anyone else that's why it yeah. like, really boggles my mind why it wasn't filmed in the first place Oh yeah, no, I, I could totally see that, and and you are right. Given like the subject matter and the topic, it, it is very something. Like like the only thing that I could maybe add to it, it for me personally is I think like maybe when he's you see him looking over like this photo, like maybe have him daydream about like when Past him and the girl are yeah yeah, yeah like like just piggybacking off of what you said uh i could see it and may- maybe he he might have had like a more epic vision for the song and yeah. since he couldn't and execute even, it he probably just decided not to and even if you were to do the the throwback to visions of this person you can just have a first person pov camera person just have the girl hold the camera oh yeah that, that's very true too it's 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 very simple that you can do it but but i completely understand because of just when this was released and when it took place so i completely understand yeah i i understand why he didn't do a music video at the time this came out however i would love to see a story video between two people and you watch that relationship develop over time i think thinking about us would just fit that so well and but with the conditions it would be hard to do if he could i would love to just see that camera just following it and following the couple's story and just not even see syrup but having you know thinking about us as you know him singing it but that's how i would perceive the video and i think it would be really cute what's what's very interesting so the person that made this song as well was fuji is the pen artist for Fuji, Kaze, and Eerie as well. So I, I really like that too, for the sound producing at least. Oh, I agree. It's a beautiful track, and I, I'm glad you picked this one because it made me want to go like go back and check out Syrup because it's been a little bit since I have. Uh, like I said, you know, Thinking About Us was very very good and i'm unfortunately i'm so sad that it was released back in december because if this would have been my song of the year immediately for for 2021 because it it's honestly one of my favorite songs by him it's it's darn shame that i couldn't be able to talk about it a bit more but at least i get to talk about it for this part here but yeah with that, unfortunately, there's no music corner. You'll find out why next week. So, 
So we're going to skip that for this week and continue on to the Oricon here. And <laughs> this was uh, very interesting. But you go into the albums and you understand why. So, But first, let's continue on to number 10 uh, return. It is Kai Kai Kitano by Eve. The lovely opening for Jujutsu Kaisen. I believe that's what the anime is called. Yes. <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Yeah, apparently it was really popular over the last two weeks because it just came up out of nowhere again. So I think one of the characters, or yeah, one of the characters that opposed that my friend is going crazy for. And my friend doesn't watch anime, so when it's she, she tells me about it, then I kind of know it's popular. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. Oh, I know it's popular because my husband asked me about it and he doesn't watch anime either. <laughs> but yeah, this week it sold a lovely 20,294 points. And going on up to number nine, it is Gunjo by Yao Sobi. So it's good to see it again. Once again, it's probably one of my favorite tracks done by them. So, But this week it sold a lovely 22,037 points. And going on up to number eight, it is Dream on the Street by The Pump. So, how did you guys feel about this song? I know that you have been waiting for Beta Breath for this track to be released. So why don't you go first, Grant? Yeah, no, I really want... It was a very interesting track. I will say in the beginning, I wasn't crazy about it. They have a very interesting way that they choose to do the saxophone in the opening. And throughout the song and for a while there I was like I don't know I, I don't know but when I was listening to it I was getting uh, my equipment out for the show and as as the song trailed on like like I slowly just started dancing not even thinking about it, like I just started dancing to it and I was like okay all right this song has me and I did I wound up really liking it by the end of it and really enjoying it I thought it you know dream on the street is a is a really fun song and it's a little different, and I th- I think that's something that you can appreciate. It's also a little different for the pump, but I do I, I like it, and I, I still I, lo- I like it when Isa mixes it up the way that he does. So I, I thought he he did a good job with this one. It's a little different compared to their recently released stuff. Yes, it's mostly comment on that. Yes. Yeah, it is a little different than their what they've been doing as of late. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, that is a point that does need clarifying. So, I, I'm glad they did something different, as, as I think the pump really needed that and to take a break from their usual, their later, the latest style they've been doing, and I think Dream on the Street was that track, the track to do that. However, I personally didn't care for it. I will say I enjoyed the saxophone in it as I thought it was a really unique touch to it. And I like that it was not as high energy as their normal track or their usual, their later, latest tracks. But I personally didn't care for their vocals in it. And I think for me, that's what threw it off. I mean, maybe over time I'd get used to it, but it just wasn't something of my personal taste. Yeah, no, you you are you are honestly correct there, Luna. It is a song that they needed to release at this time, especially because the last style change that they did was Sakura back in 2019 of March. So they've been on the whole high rail of trying to capture that energy that USA did. Personally, thank God that they kind of took a break from it. But And Dreaming on the Street, it's all right. They needed this. I'm not going to be personally offended, but this is also another group that I kind of just gave up on already, mostly because they didn't seem like they were going to change their style. So I'm quite surprised by it, but it's still in the runner-up things of meh for me. But this is also pretty sad, though. So it's 8 at a lovely 22,400 and... 71 points here 
it ended up becoming number one for physical sales. And that's freaking sad. I was going to say, that is really, really sad. I mean, then again, the top ten songs, it's getting only... For physical sales, it's getting to the point that it's only 3,000 copies is making the top ten. And that's really sad. Yeah, agreed. But, yeah, regardless, it is what it is, and it is at number eight currently. It'll probably have a resurgence once again, once it kind of gets into the limelight here. But it's good to see them on here. But with that, let's continue on to number seven. It is Kaibutsu by Yao Sobi. We'll probably see it on here for the next couple of weeks again because uh, Baystar is going to be making their international debut on Netflix. So we'll be here shortly and it'll probably be up again. But this week I saw a lovely 30,087 points. And then continuing on up to number six, it is Dynamite by BTS. Nothing much we can say about here. It's been on here for... It, it's climbing on to close to a year again. So, got on BTS here and Dynamite. This week it sold a lovely 32,114 points. And going on up to number 5, it is Wasudenna by Awesome City Club. I've been seeing this a whole lot more on the Instagram reels and TikTok. So, I can see why this song has been in the limelight as of late for the digital sales. But, this week it sold a lovely 32,585 points. Going on up to number four, it is Yodoni Kakere by Yoao Sobi. The song won't stop. <laughs> it's it's really surprising, to say the least. Yeah, it, it certainly had life in it, and it's lasted a lot longer than I, I thought it would. And you know, I'm glad I'm glad you know Yodoni Kakeru has been that hit for Yao Sobi. So it'll be, it, you know, it's really interesting to see, and, and I'm glad that Yao Sobi has really gotten as big as they have because. You know they're really talented, and it's it's nice to see somebody that's, you know, a two. It's, pardon the expression, but like a two man act that that's really at the top of the charts. Because we don't talk about that many duos, it seems like, yeah. and so it's really nice to have a duo at the top of the charts that we get to talk about on the regular. So I, I like it. Yeah. Oh, yes. I. I- I still enjoy Yodani Kakeru. I'm happy this has been Yawasobi's big hit as it's well-deserved. Yeah, no, I'm very surprised. I think only a couple weeks out of the entire year because we're getting close to that anniversary where it kind of just popped up out of nowhere. So... This week it sold about a, thir- a lovely 32,588 points. Going on up to number three, it is Dry Flower by Yudi. So, nothing more we can say. This week it sold a lovely 33,349 points. And continuing on up to number two, it is Uase by Adol. Nothing more I can say there as well, because Uase has been slowly but surely climbing up there. But this week it sold a lovely 35,652 points. But yeah, continuing on up to number one, it is One Last Kiss by Hikaru Utada. So... <laughs> I was having good old fun listening to what you guys had to say about this song. And first off, y'all crazy. The song's fine. <laughs> that that's the number one thing I have to say. I, I I remember when I was editing the show, I texted that immediately at lovely three o'clock in the morning for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I I read it three hours later when I was up at six a.m. So <laughs> it was the first thing I saw when I, I woke up. up. And I busted out laughing. I thought it was the funniest thing. Well, it's I was like, even. <laughs> what's funnier is now is it really grew on me, and I'm regretting what I said last week. I'm, I'm not regretting a thing. I stand by it. But yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I completely understand your criticisms because it's exactly what you said, Gray. It is Neo Utada after when she came back around the time I want to say Evangelion around the. Point one, one, one point I think around that time, that is considered Neo Utada. I would say that. What's very, very interesting, because this, this is the same style that I've, I've listened to her over the years, and obviously change is great, but 
this is her style now, and if you don't like it, I mean, I completely understand your criticisms for it. But when I when I when I was first listening to it, I was like, oh, it's, it's fine. It's, it's 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 Utada. I can picture this as the as as the ending credits. Like literally, as soon as I saw this, I was like, yeah, I can see this as the ending credits. Like completely. But but yeah, I mean. Personally, I, I enjoyed the song, but that's because of just... I'm, I'm so used to her new style, I don't really... <laughs> I don't think twice about it. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> but yeah, this week it sold a lovely 39,371 points here. And that is number one. Under 40,000 views. <laughs> but... We'll see in a moment because when we go to the albums here, you can understand why. So, Fanfare by by my uh, Funfair by my lovely lovely group of Fudanjuku is on here at number ten. So good on them! I've been really excited to hear that. Uh, the music from Shin Evangelion, so Shin Sagisu's. BMG tracks for pretty much the entire movie series is at number eight, so con- congratulations on that. You got the boys from uh, doing their breaking down. I wonder this is a Korean group doing their first Japanese full album, and then one last kiss because it is a super single, so to speak. I, I, you see, so I have I have the vi- the vinyl coming my way. And I can't wait to look at that sucker. <laughs> I am so jealous. If shipping wasn't going to murder me, I would have bought the mother. But the thing is, I have I have no idea when it's going to come because it's going to take a while. Yeah. <laughs> I, have yeah, it on, yeah. I have it on hoarder, but I have to wait for it. So. I, I, will, I will say, it. even though I'm not the biggest fan of the song, the packaging for the vinyl is really baller. And I am very jealous that you're getting that. So I, I will I will admit that much. Yeah, just to include uh, my long-running vinyl collection that I don't have a, a record player for, <laughs> which is funny because I have I have Kitty Jean's Cherish album on vinyl. So <laughs> I, I wonder if I wonder how expensive a record player is. It can't be that expensive. It depend. It depends if you want a good one or a crap one that's going to break. It, it, it depends because you have the audio fire people going freaking crazy depending on what record label a record player you have uh-huh. you, mm-hmm. you can always choose a very cheapy one but the thing is the audio quality when you receive off of that is shit yep, <laughs> I yep. Can see that. yeah we have ours is I, I forgot how much ours was but ours wasn't cheap it was like, we just got a pretty good one like I think the 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 very decent ones is the Audio Technica ones, and that runs like hundred fifty, so fairly decent. And it's, but the thing is, you know, good old Renford here. I told them that I was gonna get one, and then I told them, oh, you know, I have I have my blue, my Bluetooth players that I have that he slapped me because he goes, you know, if I, if he ever hears me using a Bluetooth speaker for a record player, he slaps me because. Audio files. You need the best way to get that audio is plugging that thing in directly. And yep. Audio Technica's record player, as of right now, is fairly decent that you can make a setup around. Agreed. We have giant speakers, Onkyo uh, speakers, and a whole surround system by ours. So, but yeah, and then where my history by Alexandros is at number two, and Rainbow by Johnny's West took number one, and the reason why. I can understand why everything sold so low is because Rainbow sold close to 250,000 copies. <laughs> oh, it owned. Yeah, it yeah, physical. killed everyone. <laughs> so, but yeah, with that, I want to say thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Ongakuri. I almost said Potosaurus because I was just filming Potosaurus a little while ago. <laughs> For our own Gaku to you, you can find all our lovely stuff on the social media at Ongaku to you on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow the website where we report about the Japanese music industry at ongakuryu.com. You can also follow our affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a variety streamer who just went through the lovely, lovely thing of 
the eco trilogy and how much he hates bird dog I, I it was very interesting to see him watch play last guardian there but you can check him out by on the twitch at twitch.tv slash kory hunter k-y-o-r-y-u-h-u-n-t-e-r you can also follow our affiliate timber taff who is a variety streamer he just finished sakana of rice and ruin and if you want to hear his lovely antics he just released a 50 minute video of his magnus opus about legend of zelda and majora's mask if you want to check him out on Twitch, you can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-F-T. You can also check it out on YouTube at TimberTaff as well, same as his Twitch handle. You can also check out your sister, Luna Rose, who's been on the hype train for Monster Hunter Rise, and she is probably going to do a 12-hour minimum stream of Monster Hunter Rise. I saw it on the lovely Twitters myself. And you can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out Fangirl Has No Name, who is a variety streamer and very much in with the Zelda community as well. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast that I'm a part of with Kyo, Timber, and Fangirl called Podosaurus. Unfortunately, due to everything that happened, I wasn't on this past week, but you can all check out the boo heckery that happened on that time. You can check out all the lovely things like how Twilight Princess and Zelda is overrated compared to Kill's words and wanting Miyamoto to retire from Nintendo. You can check it out by looking up Koryu Hunter, same as his Twitch handle, on all podcast streaming services. You can follow me on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, Roboco Herobo, and more Bang Dream. Where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. I just started uh, playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is very interesting. I'm not too far into it. And with Monster Hunter dropping tomorrow, I don't know how much farther I'm going to get into it. And with the wedding coming up. But I'm hope, hopefully I'll be back on Twitter this week after, because the wedding will be over with. And I've been watching Q-Ranger. So if you're interested in Kamen Rider or Super Sentai, follow me there. And I'm looking to get into more tokusatsu. So if you have tokusatsu recommendations, shoot them at me at Gray, and I'll be happy to check it out. But with that, what about you, Luna? Where can we find you? You can find me on many social media services, such as Letterboxd, Twitter, my anime list, Anime Planet, Kitsu, at LunaMaria87. And you can find me on Instagram as NerdyCollectorLuna. And I mainly talk about movies, my cat. And you can also see I was tagged in a recent podcast. And check it out if you really need a good laugh. But yeah, once again, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this very lovely episode of Ongakadio. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Ja matane. This is great. Hope everyone has a wonderful week. I'm going to be back here next week. Bye-bye.